0: Good morning! hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous and wonderful Thursday morning. hope you're staying safe, dry, and warm. And uh, that was uh, Celtic Worship, How Great Thou Art, that was uh, playing prior to uh, me coming on here. But I always like to try to find some uh, uh, good Christian music to play. As always, start the um, live feed five minutes early. That way it gives everybody time to... uh, uh, see it and be able to log in and uh, to join us uh, each and every morning. <clears throat> so I love Celtic worship anyway, and I like bagpipes. Of course, my ancestors on my dad's side are Scotch Irish, and uh, uh, and so I guess maybe that's why maybe I enjoy it. Uh, a lot of people don't like uh, bag pops but I I like them. I enjoy it so. But anyway, I do hope everybody's doing well, and uh, let's go ahead and let's do our uh, Pledge of Allegiance this morning. let stand here. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. We do live in the greatest country in all the world, and uh, a lot of people, uh, I don't understand, they uh, uh, don't like to say that. It That's not politically correct to say that we're the greatest nation. Why not? You know, there's a reason why uh, we are uh, the greatest nation. And uh, uh, with the innovations, our uh, uh, freedom of religion, uh, our freedoms of of liberty that we have uh, is unparalleled to anywhere else in the world, and uh, so we should be proud and should be glad of where we live. Uh, sad to see the uh, passing of Rush Limbaugh, one thing that I think was really wonderful uh, that I uh, saw this morning, that he was a devout Christian, said he may not have Uh, spoke about it in detail but he really did love the lord and so that's a great thing to know Uh, and uh, but he didn't care to tell it like it is that's for sure he sure ruffled a lot of feathers and uh, so there's uh, uh, you know uh, we need more people like that you know we we live in a world where there's uh, so many people out there they're just so worried what other people think and don't want to offend and Bunch of little snowflake babies out there melt when they hear something they don't like. And uh, so, but, uh, you know, I just, every time I turn on the news, it's just, uh, just, I don't know. Sometimes like I, I, we live in a paralleled universe and I've slipped through a wormhole and woke up in some weird alternate reality. So, but uh, good morning, Angel, my wife, Brandy, Tracy Little, Sheila Sanders. Kara Smith, Ed, I ain't going to try to write your last name, but uh, so glad you're all watching this morning. I see a lot of other people watching as well, and uh, glad to have you this morning. Well, let's go ahead and look at our verse of uh, focus this morning. Let's get over here, Uh, Colossians 1, 9 through 10. For this reason, since the day we heard about you, we have not stopped praying for you. We continually ask God to fill you with the knowledge of his will through all the wisdom and understanding that the Spirit gives, so that you may live a life worthy of the Lord and please him in every way, bearing fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge of God. As me old Pappy always says, bless this reading, the hearing of it to our hearts. You know, my friends, in Christianity, uh, you know it's sad to say there's a lot of people out there who put on a good act, uh, who put on a facade. Uh, outwardly, they seem like they uh, have it all together, and uh, but inwardly, they're a mess and a wreck. And uh, sometimes people are just plain Christian. You know, uh, there's a lot of people out there who... Uh, may attend the church every time the doors are open, may seem to be the most pious and humble of them all, and may have never truly made a profession of faith. You know, they, they're they basing their salvation on their good works, the fact that they attend church, and uh, nothing be further from the truth. Your, your good works are but filthy rags before the eyes of God. And uh, it's sad that statistically uh, three-fourths of a congregation are not saved and uh it, it is tough sometimes to get through uh individuals to understand uh that you can't be good enough you know you you going to church or you trying to be good it's not going to get you into heaven it's only making a profession of faith and you know it's uh I think that for some people it's it's easy to put on an act if you will it's easy to put on that uh outward clothing or outward costume uh, uh that you have uh uh What you think or perceive a Christian should be, but we know that internally that's what makes the change, you know giving our hearts to Jesus Christ. That's when the the beginning of spiritual growth and change begins once we have committed ourselves to Christ and we will do good things not out of because we think that's what will uh, merit us entrance into heaven. But the fact that uh, because we love Jesus Christ, we want to do those things that are pleasing to him. So therefore our. When we give our lives for Jesus Christ, it's going to produce that good fruit, that good works, and uh, and some people worry too much what other people think about them. You know, I, am um, have been I don't know it's been on you know, I don't want to talk too much about uh, you know, beating a dead horse. You know, I talk too much about being bullied as a kid. You know, uh, this that stuff happens, part of life. Uh, you know, I know that uh, uh, all the. Liberals out there uh, uh, have a little hissy fit uh, to the thought that uh, a kid will be bullied, and uh, it's no fun, that's for sure, but I do think that... uh There are positive aspects in the fact that uh, it teaches kids that, hey, uh, you've got to learn to stand up for yourself. You've got to stick up for yourself. Not everybody's going to be friendly. Not everybody's going to be kind. And um, there's not always going to be a teacher there you can run to. Uh, You know, I don't know what some of these kids are going to do when they uh, grow up and uh, they have a mean boss. I I don't know who they're going to uh, run to and and tattle that they were being, (laughs) people were being mean. I mean, it's no fun to be uh, bullied and uh, so i think as a result uh, of my uh, bullying uh, i was too worried uh, about getting affirmation from those around me and uh uh, and and how i looked how i dressed uh uh, had a real impact uh, particularly when i was in high school because uh, when i was attending the i call it the supposed christian school i guess you know they they were really but uh yeah, well i won't get into that anyway i felt like the public school i attended was far more christian than where i was going but uh, because i didn't have the right kind of clothes the right kind of shoes i was made fun of all the time and uh it, it was uh wasn't fun so as a result when i got to high school uh i uh uh, made a real point to dress a certain way and to, to put on a, a certain type of persona to be um, uh, something that uh, I won't say that I wasn't, but I really wasn't true to myself. I, I wanted to be the class clown, I wanted to make everybody laugh, and, and I did. you know, it's kind of like that uh, song Tears of a Clown you know, you, on the outside I may be laughing, but on the inside I may be crying. And uh, so, and I think the reason why I say that. There's a lot of people out there who are Christians who put on that same uh, kind of act or play, if you will, uh, for the benefit of other people. And uh, oftentimes people don't always show their true selves as, as to who they really are. And uh, we've got to be careful about that. You know, we don't, need, we don't need the affirmation from the world. We don't need to worry about what other people think. We just need to concentrate and worry on our focus with Jesus Christ, our walk with God. That's what's important. And who gives a flying flip what Joe Blow thinks down the road about you? Who cares? You know, it goes back a little bit to what I was talking about last night. Uh, you know, the, particularly when it comes to uh, LGBTQ type situations, you know, we don't want to go uh, beating people over the head, whether it's that or uh, whether somebody has a problem with alcohol or. Uh, Pornography, whatever. We, you know, our point is Christians not to beat the crap out of people with a, with a with a family Bible, uh, but to try to direct them and to uh, give them an understanding of what God's word says about these things, uh, and try to lead them in the right direction, speaking that truth in love, and. Uh, uh, but there's too many Christians who worry about what other people think, and so as soon as someone in the world calls them a name, they automatically clam up, shut down, and shut up, and because uh, and, and they don't want uh, people to not like them. Well, here's a, a newsflash: not everybody's going to like you. You know, I've had to learn that the hard way. I uh, uh, it has really bothered me. Uh, over the years to think that somebody don't like you, but it don't matter what you do. If they don't like you, they don't like anything. <laughs> do about it, you know? And you're just going to have to just be the, you know, do the best you can and go on. And it, hey, I've had to learn that even within the church. Uh, you know, when I come into the ministry, uh, you know, it's been a, been a hard road. It really has. Uh, Uh, and, uh, we've got some great people in our church, love them dearly. But when I first come on there, uh, on staff at the church, it's, it was, uh, you can ask my wife, it was, it was tough. It really was. And, uh, because, uh, I don't know if they, uh, some people at the time were a little resentful because of, uh, uh, who my dad was and me trying to come into the ministry or what it was, but, uh, it was, it's been tough. It's been a hard road. So we don't need to worry about what other people think. We just need to keep our eyes on the prize and serve God and uh, uh, work on our spiritual growth. And and I guess that's really the heart uh, of what we're getting at this morning. You could put on that act. You could put on that front uh, of a good Christian man or woman. But it is where are you at spiritually uh, in your growth with the Lord? Uh, we need to make sure that, um, uh, that we're being filled. And that's one thing that Paul was doing here in Colossians, that we that he was praying that they would be filled with the knowledge of God. And uh, it is, uh, you know, it's not what we want, but what God wants for us. And it goes back to that selfishness. It goes back to that prideful attitude, that self-centeredness. We have to die of self daily and realize that, uh, you know, again, going back to what was about last night, You know, the world's going to hate you. And Christ said, don't be surprised, because first they hated him. So, uh, you know, that's why we need to uh, stand for what is right, for what is true. We need to make sure that we're not, uh, uh, that we're being um, uh, sensitive uh, to the leading of the Spirit, that we're spotting these false teachers, and they're just as prevalent today uh, as they were then. And uh, sometimes when I see some of these uh, even locally, some of these pastors that all they're worried about is uh, status and worried about uh, uh, this uh, not offending and uh, patting everybody on the head and making everybody feel good about themselves, it, it makes me angry. It makes me upset because I know they're, these people aren't getting the meat, they're not getting, not getting the true word of God. And all, you know, I'm not saying Fountain Life is the only church you're going to get the uh, real meat, I, there's a lot of good. Bible believing churches out there who preach like it is and praise God for them, but there's quite a few I can name just within uh, walking distance of where I'm at that uh, I got some real problems with theology, with their theology and uh, and, and how they uh, uh, what they're preaching what they're teaching and sadly. A lot of these churches are nothing more than uh, status you know they just that's a it's a business opportunity and uh, that's why some of these people are there and it's the who's who of the community that go to some of these churches and that's all they care about who cares who you are uh in what in in the community uh you know that's fine and great you worked hard you earned it fine that's wonderful but we come to church to learn to grow spiritually uh, you know, uh, we get to heaven. It's not going to be about uh, uh, what you attained uh, financially. It's what did you do once you come to know Jesus Christ, your personal Lord and Savior? Did you stand for what is right? Did you stand for what is true? Did you Are you continually in a state of perpetual spiritual growth? Are you striving for that mind of Christ? Are you striving to dive yourself daily? Are you striving to be more like Jesus in thought word and deed? That's what we're going to be looking at and uh and it's sad that a lot of these church in fact uh years ago when Dad first started Fat love bible church uh we had people to uh, to leave because they wanted it to be a a hoity toity uh kind of church and uh, uh that's not what we're about. you know, hey, I don't care if you're president of the United States, I don't care if you're janitor at uh at a local uh, elementary school. Hey, we, we're going to treat you all the same. You come to the church. We're we're worried about the the heart. That's what we care about. We don't care where where you're at. I, I was taught to say yes, sir, and no, ma'am, and treat with respect uh, the janitor just as much as the uh, president of the local college. You know, I, you know that's that's how I was raised. I don't give a rip. Uh, In fact, half the time, I probably have more respect for the janitor than I probably would for the local president of the college or university. Uh, But, uh, of course, I say that facetiously. But, uh, uh, you know, I don't know the president of the local college, but uh, that's why I say that. But, uh, but you know, because it doesn't matter in the scheme of things. It doesn't matter. You know, there's no embarrassment. As long as you have a job and you're working hard and trying, that's just as respectful as anything else and uh so we don't care about that you know that's why we uh quote uh, as you're coming into our uh, doors there in our in our foyer we have a a um, looks like a uh, fish tank it has the Island of Misfit Toys inside that fish tank from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And we have on there, uh, First Samuel, was that 16.7, that uh, man looks on the outward appearance, but God looks on the heart. And uh, and because we have often been referred to as the Island of Misfit Toys, because everybody and anybody's welcome. We've had a lot of people who've been rejected and turned away from other churches that, that feel comfortable at our church, that might not feel comfortable. In fact, we've even had other churches to turn people away and say, you probably feel better down at Fountain a and, hey that's fine I hey, will take you uh, that's uh, and uh, uh, that's where you uh, we would love to have everybody and anybody that's what it's about uh, is uh, trying to reach uh, the unsaved and, and a lot of times a lot of people uh, sometimes don't stay that long, if not a lot because we kind of look at our church as triage. You know, we uh, they come there, you know, it's kind of like the emergency room for the sin sick and uh, try to uh, show them uh, Jesus, get them on the right path, the right track. We've got a lot of ministers come out of our church. It's, it's been a wonderful, wonderful journey. But uh, uh, Darlene Barker said, I wouldn't want to be the preacher leading people in the wrong direction when he has to face God. Woe is he. Amen to that, Darlene. That's one thing I take very seriously. I like to joke, and I like to kid around, but when it comes to my uh, uh, walk with the Lord, when it comes to preaching, I take that very, very seriously. And I don't want to mislead anybody. That's why I pray hard. Uh, Lord, please give me the words. Uh, let me uh, be a tool in your toolbox, a, a weapon in your arsenal uh, to be used for your glory. You know, Don't let me get in the way. And if there's any good, to God be the glory and all the bad mistakes are mine. But we've got to uh, pray for that wisdom. We've got to pray for that understanding. We've got to pray for uh, um, uh, that, that spiritual growth. Uh, and early in the 20th century, uh, the Bishop H.C.G. Um, I want to say Mal m-o-u-l-e not sure if i'm pronouncing that right is a anyway he said warned against what he called the an untheological devotion or a sentimental religion which thought that it could be healthy on a minimum of a reasoned doctrine but he said such people are easily swayed by the current fashions thought or by attractive personalities more recently d.a carson uh, observed that the western church the knowledge of god declines while our fascination with techniques and fads increases He's right. I often get uh, offers to attend pastor's conferences or buy books to the promises to tell me how to have a successful church. But these techniques and fads come more from the world than from God's word. Spiritual understanding is the ability that God gives to be able to bring together the principles of his word so that we can stand against the ungodly trends of our time. And, you know, and it is easy to um to focus uh, on some of these fads and some of these trends like these mega churches and things and for a long time I was thinking maybe there, there's some aspects of that we can we can glean from uh, and maybe apply uh, to help uh, build our church to be uh, Larger and I was so zeroed in and focused on that for so long and, uh, and trying to change things up If I the Lord just really revealed to me. He's like listen don't worry about these fads just like we read here don't worry about these recent trends don't worry about what these mega churches are doing don't worry about these churches that are uh, maybe growing exponentially because i don't know what they're preaching what they're saying but here's what god revealed to me you just preach the word you just preach the whole word of god and god will put there in that church who he who needs to be there and who he wants there and once i lord revealed that to me gave that to me i quit worrying about uh, you know, in fact, even in my, um, undergraduate work, that's one of the classes we had was church growth and some of the stuff they had in that class, I didn't agree with, I thought it was wrong in order to, uh, uh, push. They just want to get a there's teaching on how to just get a fanny and a pew. That's all they're worried about. I'm worried about your salvation. I'm worried about your spiritual growth. That's what I'm concerned about. I'm not just getting a fanny in a pew. Yeah, I want a huge church, uh, what pastor wouldn't, but I want to make sure I'm focusing on the fundamentals and people are learning and gleaning for those kind of things. And that's what the Lord laid on my heart. You just preach the whole word and let him take care of the rest. And that's what I'm going to start doing. And I think there, that's one reason a lot of people are, are becoming more and more hungry for the truth because they've had a a belly full of the fads and the trends they've had a belly full of the entertainment value of what what churches are pushing and not enough churches are are giving out the right kind of meat to learn and to glean and to grow from and that's what we have got to focus on and that's what the the the, uh, focus of this devotion is don't worry about appearances you worry about your heart you worry about where you're at with christ and work on that spiritual growth every day we need to be working on growing closer to the lord let us pray and if I, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Uh, Lord, thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, help us to be zeroed in and focused on our walk with you. Help us to grow spiritually, mentally, and emotionally. And, Lord, let us strive to please you in word, thought, and deed. And, Lord, for those watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with you, Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us. God is today, Lord, let us be a witness for you. Lord, I pray that you touch the hearts and minds of our president and, and vice president, our nation's leaders. Lord, to the, the people of this nation as a whole, that they'll come to know you before it's too late. Lord, I do pray for the parents and children and those who are traveling to work and school this morning, that you'll keep them safe and well. All those in Texas, uh, the millions who are without power, and that you will protect them. Lord, I pray that you be with our sister in Christ, Kim Penix, Wendy Lee, Ginger Hood, Troy, Linda, David, Feathers. I pray that you be with Ken I'm sorry, Jane Kitchings, uh, Larry and Donna Knight. I pray that you be with Roger Winters. Uh, Lord, I pray that you'll be with Verna Campbell, the loss of her brother. And I pray that you be with Faye Grog, the loss of his mother. Uh, my family, the loss of our aunt, and uh, the Gwen Johnson family and the Metcalf family dealing with loss as well. Lord, be with us. Lead us, God, in what Your protection. We meet again in Jesus' name. I pray. Amen. Well, I appreciate all you guys and gals for watching this morning, and uh I appreciate uh the support and I hope you all enjoy these devotions each and every day uh i uh I was looking at my hat here i like I like wearing hats, and that's why I get that for my dad. I like uh my hats and shoes you know a girl can't have enough shoes and hats, but anyway, uh somebody left a message on our uh uh, uh voice uh mail at the church. And where I I normally wear my leather hat, and uh, I had it on for these last devotions we recorded. And a guy left a very rude uh, message in regards to the hat I was wearing and that dad was wearing. Apparently, he didn't like them. So, um, if you don't like it, then uh, I hate it for you (laughs) because I like wearing my hats. But anyway, if you uh, would like to watch, if you like to share. Uh, watching these devotions or uh, one to watch live on our website uh, you can go to flbconline.com you don't have to be on social media to take part and watch these uh, each and every day and uh, if you haven't already subscribe to the dark young chronicles podcast on apple itunes free of charge audio only no video but you list all these devotions as you're going out and about your day and all of our sermons so everybody has a great day today a fantabulous day and remember live each day as if it were your last Because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. God bless.